Well, good evening, everyone. Here we are on Sunday, August 25, 2019, on Notes from John. With a babble from Bond. And we're having some issues with our recording program tonight. This is the third time we've uh, started uh, this same episode and uh, just kind of having to, I don't know what the problem is, but we'll try to get through here and and find out what's wrong. But anyway, uh, uh, I hope you're having a, a wonderful Sabbath. We've had a, a delightful day. Uh, actually, a, a, quite a relaxing Sunday. We didn't have church until 12 o'clock noon, so we actually slept in this morning, which was really great after getting up at 3 a.m. yesterday morning and uh, spending a, a lot of time in the Salt Lake Temple, which we're thankful to do. And then, um, but Bonnie stayed in bed today. Well, because you can tell by the way I sound, I don't sound very good. So you're just going to have a little babbling from me tonight. I've had some... Did we say notes from John? Yes, we did. Did we? Okay. <laughs> so I stayed down so that... This allergy, little mini cough that's coming, won't get worse. Well, we hope that won't get worse, and that you'll Me too. use good common sense and good judgment. And I don't have any common sense. Not, not be pushing yourself harder than you should, and get the rest that you need because we got a busy week ahead of us. Yes, we do. So, um, well, we before we start into uh, what we really wanted to share with you tonight. Um, we wanted to just share with you some very unfortunate, sad news, and that is... Well, our daughter-in-law, Kelly, we want to give a shout-out to Kelly. She's an amazing woman who's married to our son, Josh. We love her dearly and grateful that she's just in our family and that she's part of us. And this, this past week, her mother, who is very dear to us as well... Um, died unexpectedly of a heart attack and <clears throat> everyone's very sad especially their children and we just love Jolene she's part of our family she's been coming to Lagoon with us and we just were with her a couple of weeks ago and she was having fun with all of our grandkids there she's kind of their third grandma especially with the boyers because their grandma's in London across the ocean and so she's kind of taken them under her wing as a, as a surrogate grandma. Yeah, and she really is a, uh, has been a remarkable woman, so kind and caring and uh, generous to take them in and just make them feel loved as if they were her own grandchildren. And I just have so much respect and admiration for Jolene, but um, she'll be sorely missed. She I can sure tell will you. be. She's just been a rock in uh, their family and... Uh, what a great example for not only them, but for many, many of us. And, it, you know, it's pretty sobering to think that, you know, Jolene was simply three months older than I am. And here she just suddenly, you know, f falls over from a heart attack and doesn't recover. She was in the hospital for, I don't know, maybe a week, five a little days, less than a week. Five days. And uh, never recovered. Um, but gosh, I'm just so... Uh, sorry for that family, for the loss of Julie and her good influence uh, for all of us. But wow, what a sobering thought for all of us. All of us that you just never know. And I hope we're living 
you know, each day as if uh, it were a day that we was our last day. Might, yeah, might return home. Well, in any event, uh, so we love Josh and Kelly and all of their family and pray for the Lord's comfort and, and peace to be upon them. Yes. And today we wanted to talk to you about um, how you gain power. So before we launch into that, uh, I thought we would play, actually this was Bonnie's suggestion. A I, song. I never even heard of this song. A song from the past, from our children's teenage years. Yeah, so we're going to play this, which is exactly not the way to gain power. See what you think. Well, I'd never even heard that song before. Well, it's catchy, but it's totally wrong. It is totally wrong. Because of what, one of my very favorite statements from Nelson Mandela, I've always remembered when he said, education is the most powerful weapon. Which word, what was that word again? Powerful. Powerful. I know you're going to lose some of my words. Education is the most powerful weapon we can use to change the world. What a great statement and, and tremendous insight on behalf of Nelson Mandela. Uh, it, the interesting thing in that song, the second line is, uh, we don't need no mind control. Thought control. Thought, yeah, right. Thought control. As if to say that trying to have us our, our children and grandchildren go to school to gain an education is just nothing more than thought control. Holy cow. Yes, that's what our teenagers were listening to. Yeah, my gosh. It's also, a, 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 you know, I'm, I'm a great believer in the statement of uh, President Gordon B. Hinckley, who, who instructed us to get all the education we can, reasonably can. And there's a number of, of reasons for that, obviously. But I thought we'd just talk a little bit about the types of education and why it's so important for us to get as much of varying kinds of education we can. Okay. Okay, well, what I love too about what we learn and what we can gain the knowledge, it helps us become a part of who we are. Well, sure, sure it does. So, you know, the, the, we're fortunate that we are able to get a formal education. Gosh, I think about the, the education that was available to those centuries ago, and they had little or no opportunity for education. Well, girls weren't even allowed to go to school. I, I mean, it just left the whole world in illiteracy for absolutely centuries. And, and fortunately, we're blessed to live in a time where there is so much education available to us, so much learning that can be received that it's just, you know, the opportunities are, are endless. But, but Bonnie and I, I think it's for, I can speak for you on that, can I? That, Please do. That the, our, uh, our belief in, um, in the educational opportunities for our children and grandchildren and formal education is absolutely imperative. 
We want all of our children, all of our grandchildren, great-grandchildren that will come to go to school, to, to complete high school. That's an absolute minimum. And then plan on going on to college to get a college degree. And there's a number of reasons why we think it's important to get a college degree, even though, uh, for instance, uh, you know, a young woman may plan on being a mother, a stay-at-home mother, and raise a family. And she could easily say, oh, I don't need to, I don't need yeah. to go to college. What's the point? Yeah, what is the point? So, but you did, Bonnie. <clears throat> why did you? You knew you were going to be a mother, and that's what you wanted to be. Well, I wanted an education, first of all. Because it was a goal for me to complete my education. Why? With school. Why was it a, such a big goal? Because I wanted to feel accomplished that I had done something. But then I also wanted to be able to use that knowledge, that all that I had learned in being a mother or just being uh, just a more well-rounded person. What did you get your college degree in? I got it in physical science and health. And how has that been helpful to you? Well, it's helped me in my taking care of myself, staying physically active, and then health, because I wanted to, and listen to me, health, because now I'm... Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to make sure that I had the, the best possible knowledge and how to have the best nutrition for my family and how to take care of them health-wise. But also, it doesn't stop just with college. I've been able to read, I mean, reading books and magazines and taking classes online. I mean, there's just so much out there that we can keep learning. Well, and there's certainly there's a number of reasons for gaining this formal education, uh, going on and getting a college degree, because it's not just the this the actual. Uh, degree that you're after. Mine it w was in business in my undergraduate degree, and then I went and got a master's degree in an MBA, master's in business administration, and, and then I went and got a Juris Doctorate, which is a law degree. And uh, that's a lot of school. And you know, you think about a doctor and all the schooling that he does. And But are we um, grateful that he is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We sure are, because if uh, if they didn't think how we what we'd be left with, right. without educated doctors or um, scientists. Um, anyway, it's what I was going to say was it's not just the education itself; it's the process of learning. It's being able to go and and uh, and be able to train yourself how to be disciplined in an educational environment, to be able to go and listen in a classroom, to be able to take notes, to be able to later review those notes, uh, and then to uh, prepare for an exam. I mean, the process is helpful. There's also a social element to that whole education process that I think is just so important for us. And, and um, so the, the, this pattern of learning that we gain through a formal education, I just think is so important. Someone will say to me, well, you don't have to have, you know, go to formal schooling. You don't have to go to a university to be able to learn that process 
of learning. You can do it online. You can do it yourself by reading books and a number of other, and I, yeah, yeah, there are some that can. There are, there's there's so many. But there's not many, (laughs) not many. Not many people have the discipline to do that on their Uh, own. Well, online especially, you really have to have the discipline. But another reason why I I wanted to uh, graduate and get a degree is if I ever needed to um, fall back on that. If, for example, I've seen a lot of young mothers whose husbands have passed away and they've had to, excuse me, they've had to rely on their degree to help them find work. Yeah, it's important. I I had a law law professor on my first year of law school. That was down at Brigham Young University Law School. We called it J. Reuben Clark Law School. Uh, He said that their their purpose was to, as professors, was to teach us how to think like a lawyer. Well, that's an interesting concept that, that perhaps our formal education in many ways is teaching us how to think effectively. Was that where that second line comes? We don't need no thought, thought control. control. Yeah, well, there's a lot of difference between teaching you how to think not teaching you what to think, but how to think, right. versus mind control, for heaven's sakes. And, and I know, uh, you know we, we've even got one of our daughters who went to school, got her degree, and she said, what good did it do me? You know, I've got this, this degree in, in this area, and I'm never going to be involved in that area. What good did it do me? And for my, myself and my response to that is, you achieved and accomplished something of significance, something that not a lot of people accomplish. You, you, you set yourself, you set a goal, and you work towards it. It costs you a lot of money and a lot of time. And even though you may not use the, the actual uh, knowledge set that you learned in that degree, you gained discipline that you can't gain any other way, in my opinion. That's true. And, and it helps you just to become a more rounded, complete person. It's, it's interesting to note in a conversation with a group of people, and sometimes as they start kind of get breaking down, getting knowing each other better, and a little more open with who and what they are, somebody might ask, well, where did you go to school? And I've, I've always noticed that people, you know, say, well, I graduated from so-and-so or here or there. And some people are a little snooty as to where they went to school. And, and, but then those that didn't go to school, you find, or at least I've experienced, they kind of are a little, I, embarrassed isn't the right word, but a little sheepish about saying, well, I, I didn't finish or I didn't. Then they always Get have a degree. reason why. And sometimes there are reasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are reasons. I know lots of moms, say. lots of my friends, and that's one another reason why I wanted to get my education before I had a baby, remember? I said, because I've seen so many of the, mo- the women that get married, and then they have children, and their education stops because they're now with their babies at home. However, again, some go back to school, which I admire. There are still other ways to gain education if, if for some reason you cannot complete a full 
experience at a university. Well, yeah, education, whether it's gained at a university, uh, whether it's gained online, or whether it's gained at you know some some small little college, gives you opportunities and options that you will not have otherwise. It opens up possibilities for us that we would likely not have otherwise. Because people that hire generally are looking for educated people. They want people that know how to read and write, how to, how to speak, correct Bonnie, how to think, and, and to evaluate circumstances and to, to, to learn how to make decisions. And all of those things are in, an important process in our educational pursuit. And what's helped me socially when you talk about that, I, I gained lots of friends and lots of acquaintances because of my schooling and experiences. But also, now that I'm you know not in school, does my schooling end? No. So I've read magazines, listened to the news, read the newspaper. And so when people start talking about current events, I know what they're talking about yeah, and yeah. I can contribute instead of just sitting there like some I've, I've heard say, oh, I don't get on Facebook. I don't read the news. It's too depressing. I don't read because I don't like it. And they can't contribute and add to the conversation. Yeah, they, they really cut their education short yes. by not uh, staying current on things and, and you know trying to continue this, this process of, of enhancing our mental capacity, our mental abilities. And that, so, so there's, a, there's that side of education. Now there's another side of education and that's the religious education. That's uh, an encouragement that we certainly give to our, our um, grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, to our missionaries. Please, kids, you've got to go to seminary as part of your high school curriculum. And then go on into the institute program when you're in college. It will help to round you out. It will help to make you uh, have a deeper understanding of principles of the gospel. It'll help you as you prepare for missions. Uh, it'll help you in your faith and testimony in the church in, in just so many ways. I, I, and I'm not a great example of this, by the way. I, I, I went to the ninth grade uh, seminary, and then I went to seminary in the 10th grade. Um, I did not go in my 11th and 12th, my last two years of high school, because I thought I was too busy and didn't have time. But you went every year, didn't you? I didn't go my senior year. You didn't? I, I didn't know that. You could graduate from seminary in three years. In huh? three years, so that's what I did. And I had a full schedule with all my extracurricular yeah. cheerleading yearbook, choir. But I, you know, you look back and think, oh, what we should have done. But I, yeah, I, yeah. Loved, I loved a quote from one of our apostles that said, the person who enjoys the experiences of the knowledge of the kingdom of God on the earth and at the same time, has a lot of God, love of God within him, is the happiest of any individuals on the earth. So it's important to get that knowledge of the 
gospel as well. It is, and, and seminary and institute help us to be able to maintain a balance in, uh, in our educational uh, pursuits. And um, I don't know, I just think it's, it's uh, so smart for people to be able to uh, be, be learning things about the gospel at the same time they're learning things about the world uh, and so many others. The, the Lord said in the Doctrine and Covenants essentially that we're instructed to learn everything above the earth, below the earth, and in the earth. Well, uh, that's quite a task and we should be involved in, in learning from good books and words of wisdom. And so this learning and education, uh, it's just so important. It just has the power to change lives. It does, and I remember in college, I, I uh, took a seminar, or excuse me, an institute class, but I'm sorry to say I did not graduate from institute in college. And that was a mistake. It was a mistake. I wished I could go back, and especially the instructors that we had uh, at the University of Utah, and I didn't take full advantage of learning from them. I just regret it so much. So uh, strong encouragement to those we love so much that might, might listen to this podcast at some point in the future. Please get your education, your high school degree, go on and get a college degree, especially if you're going to be responsible for a family. I hope you would even go and get a postgraduate degree because the opportunities that will be available to you to provide for your family will be enriched and enhanced with the, the more education you get. And, and, and to continue with the uh, course through, through seminary and institute, and then once you graduate from college, you continue your, your gospel study at home. You continue that by, by reading and studying your scriptures as often as you can. Ideally, nearly every day. That's hard to do, but as often as you can. And, and making scripture study a meaningful part of your life. Well, I know there are some that don't like to read. I, you're right. So, I'm one of them. So it's important that we have so much wonderful modern technology where we can listen to so many things now online. We can listen to podcasts. We can listen to CDs, books on tape. There's just so much out there that can give us the opportunity to keep learning and growing because what is that scripture? We take our intelligence with us. Um, we don't take our riches our things, but we do take what we've learned. And your character. Our character and our intelligence with us. Well, I, I somewhat also say that there's an, another type of uh, education, and that's street education. I, you know, uh, I, didn't, I don't really have a lot of street education. I, I freely admit, because I, I um, you know, I was a... <laughs> I was an obedient boy. I basically did what my mom and dad instructed me to be to do, and and I tried to do the things that are right. I didn't ever have really a, a a desire to be disobedient or to 
have to learn things, quote, the hard way. I, I've had people tell me, well, I have to learn it by my, learn myself. I can't learn it because of what my parents tell me. I have to learn for myself. You know, my, my comment to that is that may be true in some ways, but in many ways it's not. For instance, let me turn on a, a stove on high. And as soon as it's flaming red, let me tell you, if you put your hand on that stove, you're going to be sorry. It is going to burn your hand and it will impact your hand for years. Now, are you going to have to put your hand on that burning stove in order to learn what I just told you? Semite. Well, if they do, they're absolutely <laughs> idiots <laughs> on that one. <laughs> no, there's clearly things that, that you know, if, if you walk in front of that car while it's going, it's going to hit you and could kill you. You are you going to have to stand you, out in front of the road? Are you going to have to learn that for yourself? <laughs> so, so yeah, there may be some things that people will say. Well, I have to learn that for myself. Or I want to do it myself, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. But if you're, I think, just a little wiser than that, you might say, I can learn from the experiences of others. That is true. And, and I can learn from the experience of those that I love that are close to me. And, you know, by paying attention to what they have to say and, and, um, and then applying the knowledge that I learn from them in given situations. And then I can see its application. I can see how it works well, for I, myself. Right. And I also like that sometimes when we... Um, we rely on others' knowledge and education too to help us get through. Like sometimes we have to have our faith. We rely on others for faith when our faith isn't very strong and our education isn't where it should be. We rely on others who have more faith, more education to help us get through until we are there. Yeah, and again, it's part of that street smarts. Your kids do not take drugs don't do it or drink or smoke if you do you will regret it oh well i have to find out for myself really you can't look and see the effects that drugs and alcohol can have on other people and how it ruins lives how it could ruin your life that's why education is power it surely is, Bonnie. You were, when you suggested that as we started talking about what we were going to talk about tonight, I suggested education, and you said, yeah, that's because power is... Education, education. is power. Education is power. And the glory... Of God... Is intelligence. intelligence. Well, we've preached enough to you tonight, but it's enough to help, we hope, would help our posterity to have a desire to stay in school to do the very best they can in school and not waste their time there be thoughtful and constructive in the things that you study not wasting time in basket weaving but in in learning things that are going to improve your life well, now wait a minute basket weaving 
people in another country. They did basket weaving. Okay, okay. And they sold. Excuse me for breathing. <laughs> they would use that to sell. What would you like me to, to say their, instead? Twiddling their thumbs. Twiddling their thumbs. I don't know of any school class that's called that. I know, but one thing I wanted to comment too is we have a very dear friend who used to teach our children, Barbie Gordon. Barbie Gordon. She, she was a tender for us. She did not have a lot of money, but you know what she would do? She would go to one year of school, then she'd work for a year to get enough money for the next year of school. Because she had to pay for all of her she school. She had to pay for everything. Then she'd pay, work for another year and get her third year. And she went through, I don't know, well, she's got her doctorate. Yeah, and now and teaches she's a, at a, in a, a professor university. in a yeah. university. Yeah. And she knew she had to do it on her own and that education would give her power, which it did. That's where she met her husband. Yeah. Well, yeah. it certainly gives her power. It gives her, it opened up a so many doors. opportunities yes. for her that she never would have had otherwise. I always think of her as a great example of someone who, d who didn't have much way of having it. Oh, her schooling was paid for. She got a car and everything that so many young people get. Their parents pay for their education. And we we paid well, we paid for half, didn't we? Paid for half of our children. Because we wanted them to. So we provided a home for them. They could stay here free. But some don't even have that. They have oh, to find no. their apartment. They have to they have to do it all on their own and I always admire them for that. But they knew what they had to do to gain an education, to change their life, and to have the power they need to move forward. So what's the the final thought, Bonnie? I just told you. Oh, you did? That was my thought, that education Summit is power. Up. Education is power, and the glory of God is intelligence. So to do all we can to continue to always learn and gain as much education as we can. And there you have it. On this episode of Notes from John. With a babble from Bon, it sounds like a frog, and I hope he <laughs> can understand what I say. I hope that I hope so. Have a great week, everyone. Good night. Good night.